You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. What do you get when you put together four Disney fans from all over the country to share the same love for Disney parks? You get the Extra Magic Hour. We are powered by Walt's Apartment Podcast and TheBusinessSider.com. Now hang on to them hats and glasses because this year is the wildest Disney parks podcast in the wilderness. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Extra Magic Hour. We are back. We are so excited to be back talking all things Disney parks with you. I am Sean. I'm joined by another Sean. I'm joined by Tim. I'm joined by Brianna. And we just want to say welcome back to the Extra Magic Hour. We are so excited to bring back the, our love of Disney parks with all of you. How are you all doing tonight? Sean, how are you doing, sir? I am fabulous. Thank you. Good, good deal. Tim, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Good to have you back. Um, as you guys know, um, me and Tim and Brooke started this Um back in in uh i won't say february of last year brianna how you doing tonight doing good good brianna is actually a big catalyst for the reason that this is actually back because uh when uh the decast ended and i took over the decast since creative waltz apartment podcast um me and andy sat down and had a discussion about what was moving forward what was going to happen and uh skyler was a big fan of the extra magic hour really liked the um the parks content so uh, brianna reached out to me the the day that we put out the First, Walt's Apartment Podcast said, if we ever did this, she'd be interested in doing it with us because she's a huge Disney fan as well. Um, lives on the East Coast, but goes to both parks all the time. Um, about a week ago, Friday, I get a message on Twitter, which I've, I don't know how to use Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. Um, I didn't know you could message in Twitter, but I get a message from Sean <laughs> saying, hey, Skyler told me to reach out to you about maybe being part of the podcast, being part of the DisneySider.com. Uh, Sean Nyberg is helping me out with the com covering all the parks news, which there's a lot of it right now. So he's mm-hmm. saving my butt actually with a lot of stuff that we're doing, um, you know, getting a lot of content out there that more than we have ever before. So Sean, I appreciate that from you. Um, Tim as well. Um, like I said, Tim was on with us before when we first started. Um, I want, before we move forward and do any introductions and talk about our Disney stories, I, I want to take one quick second to, um, to thank someone that is no longer part of the podcast, but uh, she was a huge part of us starting the podcast. Um, for those of you that followed followed um, Extra Magic Hour before, Brooke was a huge influence in us starting this. And I just want to take a minute to tell her thank you for all she did to help us with Extra Magic Hour. Her insight, being a former Disney cast member, was huge. And um, her knowledge of of everything Disney, from Disney to, to, Disney to Star Wars to Marvel... I've never known a 23-year-old that has known so much stuff about Disney. So, Brooke, for me personally, I just want to say thank you. I know you moved on and are, are focusing on school, and I know one day you'll be an amazing Imagineer. So, again, Brooke, from all of us here at the Extra Magic Hour, thank you so much. I appreciate you. So, moving on from that now, basically this is our first episode back, and what I wanted to do is uh, 
introduce to new people, talk to them. Um, you know how I like to get people's Disney stories and hear what got them involved with Disney. So we're going to do that tonight. Um, Brianna has some questions from a couple of her friends that we're going to go through. I definitely want to touch on a little bit about Disneyland opening or not opening or if it's ever going to open again or not. So I want to start ladies first. Uh, Brianna, I want All you to right. tell us, I want you to tell us your Disney story, why you love Disney, why you love the parks, just what got you into this whole thing. So the floor is yours. Okay, so, well, I started out as, I think, your typical 90s kid that had every single Disney movie on VHS stacked up in their house. So that really got, I think, my love for Disney started. Uh, my favorite movie was always The Lion King. I have a collection of Simbas <laughs> that have usually made it to me with most of my houses until I started traveling. And now my niece watches over them for me. Oh, that's um, nice. <laughs> yes. She volunteered to. <laughs> um, so when I started, uh, well, actually, I went to Disneyland. Disneyland was the first park I'd ever gone to. Um, it was a, an interesting story. My, well, I don't know how to describe it. My dad's family, a lady reached out to us saying that she had found adoption papers and that she was actually adopted out of our family and wanted to come in contact with our family. Oh. So when we invited her in, she came from California to meet us. Um, we became really close. Um, we talked a lot. She invited us out to California, and when she did, she took my family and I to Disneyland. So that was my first park experience. And um, that's kind of where everything park-related started, even though I was eight years old at that time. Um, the next year, my family planned a big trip to Walt Disney World. So then I went to Walt Disney World for the first time with my whole family. And then it was kind of like that was the end. Like my parents were like, all right, you've done <laughs> Disney. We've spent our money. We're not doing Disney anymore. You've had your experience. <laughs> and then grown up me graduated from college, got a real job. <laughs> and the, I'm back. <laughs> right, exactly. Like it was... The week I, I had found out I passed the NCLEX two days before I left for my next, my first Disney trip, like as oh, right an adult. On. Yeah. So it was kind of a celebratory trip. Um, went to, we only did, I think, one or two days in Disney, but we went to Animal Kingdom, had a good time, like going, it was right when um, Pandora opened. So it was a great, like, reintroduction to Disney after that. Um, and I kind of became hooked to Disney theme parks, everything. So I then always kind of knew I wanted the job that I currently have as a travel nurse and knew that was something that I was going to have to do solo. I was going to have to learn how to travel solo and it was something. So I picked and booked another trip to, um, Orlando and went to Disney world by myself for a solo trip to kind of prove to myself that I could travel by myself and be able to navigate. And I felt that Disney was a good place that I had been before and something that would be like a good first step into all that. So that became another stepping stone to where now I usually constantly take solo trips, take trips with my friends, and it just kind of keeps growing from there. Um, wanted to start learning, like going to different activities. So I went to Dapper Day and Disneyland and I think this was just a fun experience, like being able to go to Dapper Day, like a fan-made event in Disneyland where it's such a close-knit community of people, like going to both parks consistently, you just see such a difference in the energy in Disneyland versus Disney World and um, really saw that with Dapper Day and it was very interesting. Um, then after that, 
I've done a couple more trips, started traveling. Um, as a travel nurse, I moved out to the West Coast for a while. I was in Utah and Washington. Um, got an annual pass at Disneyland since I was out there. Um, just tried to make different trips. I went to opening weekend of Rise of the Resistance in Disneyland because it was like three days before I started a new contract. So I took a four or five hour detour to get to Disneyland before heading to Seattle for a job. And now that I have moved back to the East Coast and with the pandemic, just slowly starting to get back into going to theme parks again. Nice. Right on. Well, we are so happy to have you. And thank you for reaching out to me to, yeah. to do this. Again, I like this was my passion before and yeah. you listened before and you know that I'm, I love to do, I love the parks. So, um, Sean, you want to go next, or Tim? Do you want to go? Tim's muted right now, so I don't even know if he's awake. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not muted. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, you're, you're you're new to the show too. So, why don't you tell us your story of uh, your love for Disney? What drives you? Um, just everything about you. Just let us, or whatever you want to tell us. How's that? Everything about me. <laughs> you mm, well, how much do we? How much tape is in the machine? Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <clears throat> My name's Sean Nyberg. Uh, spelled the proper way. S E A N. Oh. And. Um, um, uh, Sean and uh, uh, yeah, I've been starting to write for the Disney side of the last couple weeks for the park's been a lot of fun. So I I li- uh, live in Seattle, born and raised up here, and uh, went to the park a bunch uh, as a kid in the 80s and early 90s um, with my family, and I was terrified of the rides. It's so funny because I'm such a Disney freak now that my dad like is always telling my nieces and nephew like. Don't let him fool you. He like I would like go all the way up to the line like a big Thunder Mountain and then cry and want to oh, bleed no. before I got on the train. <laughs> like so, I would do the line and then not do the ride. Like it's horrible. Anyway, um, then I, I went a few times as a teenager. My aunt t- took me down for a really fun trip, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I I did the um, right after the '97 Tomorrowland uh, redo where they made everything like bronze and and weird browns why, and why, stuff why, 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 yeah there's more I, I rode the rocket rods which is cool but um and then uh, as an adult you know i've been down a bunch a lot actually um especially in the last like four or five years i've probably gone about three times a year um for like five day trips to disneyland which is a lot you know when you're coming in from a different uh yeah. state um i've taken uh my oldest niece and then my, my nephew was supposed to go this year but because of covid we're gonna have to go next year it's kind of the thing you know like i take my, my nieces and nephew um I actually proposed to my uh, now fiance, but my boyfriend at the time, Paul, I, last November, um, we just went down for the Oogie Boogie Bash on oh Halloween God. night. That's so cool. And um, <clears throat> the next morning, November 1st, uh, I was it was him and myself and two of my friends. So four of us were in the park, and I actually flew down six of my other friends at three in the morning that morning um, so they could sneak into the park. And surprise him, and then he, and then it was like, oh, surprise! Why are you here? And then they pulled back, and there's a video of it. And right on Main Street, I got down on one knee and proposed, and everyone was perfect Disney, right? Because everyone oh, there yeah. was cheering for us, and they were so happy. And then Donald ran over, like he's like he like left the line of people that were waiting for him, and he gave us big hugs, and he oh, was all happy, heart. and it was a great day. And so I had these shirts made, and mine said, um, "I asked" with the Mickey, and his shirt said, "I said yes" with the Mickey, and then. All the other eight people had shirts that said we were there with the Mickey. And the, all the cast members like led us to the front of almost every line. And they were like, people were like, oh, yeah, they've been talking about you guys on the headsets. And like, oh, cool. it was just such an amazing, magical, great, great time. And um, 
Yeah, I love it. I've never been to Disney World because if you're from Seattle, Florida is like a different. <laughs> uh, I mean, it still is a different world, but it's, you know, it's a Martha completely different site. We had a ten day trip planned in April. Paul, my uh, fiance, and I. Just a side note: he lost his job as a Catholic high school teacher because I proposed to him in a same sex engagement. And so uh, he lost his job. And so we had the rest of spring available. However, I don't know if you know, but COVID-19, a pandemic, it's been on the news. I don't know if you've heard about it. It hit. And so we couldn't do that trip. So uh, we still need to make that up. But I know a lot about Disneyland and DCA uh, and I just still haven't been to Disney world, but I'm really, I love it. I'm really wrapped up in like the, the, what is it? The I just like there's such weird gossip amongst oh, like yeah. park fans on Twitter and Diz Twitter and just the message boards and it's so amazing. It's like <laughs> it's like the whole like like it's like a it's like a, a soap opera and it's just so fascinating to watch and so like that's what I've really been falling into down that rabbit hole and so anyway uh, I'm excited to talk about what I love about the parks and what I really don't and uh, I'm really happy to be here and I'm really really looking forward to it. Thanks guys. Cool. Right. Timmy. Mr. Big Papa Disney, are you ready for my story? <laughs> yes, give it to us. Gosh, all right. <laughs> so this is kind of a round two, because obviously you guys probably have heard my story on the previous Extra Magic Hour. Um, but basically, I grew up watching all the Disney movies, um, Disney slash Pixar. So my parents absolutely loved Disney, so they forced it upon us, which we were okay with. So we watched the movies. I'm actually from Las Vegas, Nevada, um, so we used to go to the parks all the time whenever, whenever I was a kid, because um, we were only about three and a half hours away, and being in Disneyland was the most magical place in the world. So um, that just made my love for Disney grow more each and every single time I went there, um, and I, I just love Disney. I, I love the movies. I love the parks. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Walt Disney World, only Disneyland and Disney California Adventures, but I think next year, in the beginning, we're going to go to Walt Disney World. So nice. that's going to be awesome. Sorry, Sean, you can't come. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I'll get there someday. <laughs> all right. So I will go last. Um, uh, my name is Sean. It's spelled the right way, which is S-H-A-W-N. <laughs> I mean, I, you can never explain to me how S-E-A-N spells Sean. But it's okay. I, I understand. It's, you know, it's an Irish thing, right? We don't expect someone with a W in their name to understand things like how to properly spell. So we'll just let that go. Okay. All right. So my Disney story, I am, uh, I'm originally from, I'm originally from Southern California, from Ventura County, California. Um, and, uh, Disney has just always been part of my life. And, um, I've been with my wife for like 32 years now and, uh, we're high school sweethearts and, um, we met in high school and, Every Friday, um, we lived about an hour away from Disneyland. Every Friday, we'd get out of school about 2, 3 o'clock and uh, go to Anaheim and stay till they closed almost every week because it cost like 20 bucks to get in. It was no big deal to get in at that time. And it's just the the love that I have for it. Um, I did, It's the whole family thing. I'm a huge, huge fan of Walt Disney personally um admire him more than anything in his vision and the, a guy that you keep telling no over and over and over just keeps per you know prevailing um but anyway um i i love disney so much that i got when, when i got married my honeymoon was at disneyland which i would have gone to probably anyway because that's where i always did but 
it was the first time me and my wife got to stay in a big old hotel. We were overlooking Disneyland. We were in the, the Adventureland Tower of uh, the top floor overlooking the park, which is just absolutely amazing, three days. And just to enjoy the park for three days with no one there. And then, and, um, you know, took my kids there. I have, I have four kids. I have um, my daughter, Jordan, my daughter, Mackenzie, and my son, Braden, my son, Zachary. Um, they are all, they go from ages uh, 30 to uh, 17. So um, they, we've always taken my daughters. We live down in California. We always take them to the parks. I remember one time when Mickey, uh, not Mickey, but when Donald Duck stole my, the stroller from my wife, or which was carrying Mackenzie in it. And I just thought it was the, you know, just the funniest thing. When I was two years old, my mom told me I punched Mickey Mouse in the nose. So it's always just been part of my life. Um, moving, flashing forward a little bit, um, moving up to Oregon, um, couldn't go to Disneyland all the time. So then it made the trips down to California even more special. Um, I'm a California guy. I will always be a California guy. I love California and will go back anytime I can. But taking my sons because my sons weren't weren't even weren't that old yet when we lived when we lived down there but taking my sons to the park for the first time and i've talked about this a few times it was probably one of the most emotional things for me was to see disneyland through a like a five-year-old and a, a seven-year-old's eyes it's just the craziest thing to see their eyes light up and to see how i mean you know i'm talking about sean taking your nieces and nephews and stuff so it's the same thing and just it's just the way the best way to explain Disney to me, I can go on and on. I always say a theme. Disney is the constant in my family. We have a wall downstairs that's just dedicated to all of our Disneyland trips. Um, our my bathroom is decorated in Disney. Um, my seven-year-old grandson, Cashton, that was probably the one of the most emotional times ever was taking him and seeing him at four years old take in Disneyland. I have Disneyland tattoos on my arm. I have a tattoo of Walt Disney and the Matterhorn and Thunder Mountain and the castle. Don't let him fool you. That's actually tattoos of Knott's Berry Farm. No, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's the constant in my family and it's something that always brings us together. And it's, there's always Disney there. And like, I I can ramble on and on and on about this. About two years ago, I was, asked to be a part to become part of the decast which was so exciting because i love talking about this and then about a year ago we came up with the idea of doing this show and i was very bummed out like i said when it when it went away but uh, i'm glad it's back that's my story i love disney business part of my family i could go on i could talk an hour about my kids and just watch them at disneyland and all the fun stuff that we do there so we're gonna move on and like i said this episode tonight is just gonna be basically getting to know us um talking about what 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 we want you guys as the listeners to expect from this show this time and we want it with the live streams which might become an option down the road we might do live streams with extra magic again i don't know but uh i want to get a lot of interaction from you guys i want to get your thought on stuff and what you guys want to hear um sean just tell me what would you like to get out of this out of of this show what would your vision of what you see this this show could be oh well, I, I am just curious because we can see each other on the screen. Why do you have you guys can't see at home? He's got a chest tattoo that says "Fast and Furious Supercharged," <laughs> the Universal ride that wow. no one likes. Wow, <laughs> he's a he's a Universal fanboy apparently. Right. But um, I'm wearing my uh, what I like to get out of this. I'm wearing my what I like to get out of this. Uh, 
Uh, just a lot, you know, just have somewhere to just get this out, you know, and talk about the parks so that um, I still can get married one day because my partners, I mean, you know, they can only listen to it so much where it's like, oh, my God, get an outlet. Um, that was a big thing for me, too. Honestly, my wife's like, God, stop talking about it. You need to find something. <laughs> so when this happens, she's like, thank God you have someone else talk about it except me. Cause, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, me and yeah. Tim work together. So it doesn't we, we talk about it all day long. We talk about yeah. Disney. We, we talk about just. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Tim just Tim will just go on a weekend because he can and just drive down there. Mm-hmm. When I remember he did it last year, just because he yeah, could. That's me. Yep, yeah. I will. Yeah. I will drive down there and go <laughs> for the day. I don't care. Yeah, he's done it a couple of times since I've known him. I've worked with him for three years. And he's just I'm gonna go on Disneyland. I'm like, all right, good for you. You you, know, you have one person. I have twenty. I have to worry about getting down there. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Brianna, what do you think? What do you, what are your expectations? What would you like to bring to this? I would like you to bring a lot of the Walt Disney World stuff, to be honest with you, because yeah. I, I I didn't say it myself. I've mm-hmm. been to Walt Disney World once, and it was when I was 17 years old in high school in marching band. We, uh, we had to go from California to Florida for a competition. And I've only, only went to Magic Kingdom. It was hot. It was muggy. <laughs> it was gross. Um, yeah. It was cool, though. It was cool seeing Disney basically a bigger Disneyland. That's how, that's what I thought in my head. It's just a, it's a wider Disneyland, you know what yeah. I mean? But I know it's, there's so much more to it. And... It's really eerie when you're like, go to Magic Kingdom and then go to Disneyland and you're like, everything's similar, but not the same. And right. It's just like interesting when you're walking through both. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Have you guys all watched the Imagineer story on Disney Plus? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the ideas of you know how they want to make so much the same and stuff, and then yeah. we could break that down. We could break all those episodes. We could do so much on this show. My 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 vision for this show is I want to just bring you guys up to date news. Uh, I yeah. want to bring fun. I want to bring. Um, I do want. Wait, to do we hear what Brianna wanted? What did, I'm did sorry, she answer? I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna cut you oh, off. No, I think I'm, yeah, we got a little know, sidetracked. That's all right, but yeah, that's kind Anyone. of the same. Like because I do go to both, and yeah, I do go to Walt Disney World quite a bit. So yeah, I'd love to bring some Walt Disney World perspective to the podcast. Absolutely. Um, compare and contrast both parks or both coasts and just kind of yeah like you guys said having another outlet to talk to because yeah i'm pretty sure my friends are tired of me right (laughs) (laughs) well i would like to bring the same stuff we brought from the last extra magic hour to this extra extra magic hour um just talk bring all the news bring all the information about the parks what we love about the parks um, and like Sean said, maybe what we dislike about the parks, my list is going to be a lot shorter than his because I love everything about Disneyland and the oh. Disney parks. Um, but yeah, just bringing news, bringing what we like about the parks, what what there is to do, fun facts, hidden stuff, secrets, history. travel tips. I mean, I want to – history. Oh, definitely the history. Um, I want to bring everything about the Disney parks to this podcast. Oh. And that's, that's the I'm plan. And- I, 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 I appreciate all of you for doing that and saying that you're all in and then we're going to do it. We're going to have a good time. And we're going to have fun. So this week, I just want to do a little bit of updates. Um, um, Brianna, what is happening right now at Walt Disney World? Anything newsworthy? Or Things just... and fun. Yeah. Hold on. I took notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Sean, I think Nyberg, you wrote the article on character meals starting at Chef Mickey's mm-hmm. again. Um, so characters are slowly coming back in to character like meals. So Chef Mickey's uh, characters will be parading around. Um, there can be like distance photos, no autographs. Um, this is now following along with Hollywood and Vine, who is also having their Halloween dine. And they have 
Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Pluto walking around in Halloween costumes. Um, again, the same way. They're just kind of parading around. There's no contact. You can take, like, distance photos. And they're handing out, um, like, pre-autographed cards since you can't get oh, autographs wow. from them, like, like in your autograph book. So at least you get a little card. Um, then... Frozen sing-along is starting to happen back at Hollywood Studios. So this is another show. So Disney World's starting to bring, I feel like, a lot more entertainment back in. Um, so Frozen sing-along, it's a sit-down show where people are encouraged to sing. Masks still have to stay on. They have their waiting room or waiting area to, for the show blocked off with little dots for where each like group can stand. So you're still social distance while waiting. Um, a cast member leads you in to where your seats are so people aren't, like, wandering around looking for seats. You go in, you sit down. Um, they have their uh, sing-along, which I was told that uh, Anna and Elsa kind of acknowledge that everyone's wearing masks. In the, hmm. So they've kind of made the show a little relevant to the time. And then I'm assuming that they kind of, like, stagger when people leave as well. And then it looks like Magic Kingdom is getting ready for their 50th anniversary next year by just kind of giving the park a little facelift. There's been painting going on over the drive-through like sign, and um, Small World has been blocked off just the outside because they're trying to redo the outside. You could still ride Small World, but then oh, it's cool. got it blocked off. And that's the news that I have. <laughs> yeah, one, th- one good thing out of – I mean, there's really nothing good out of COVID, but one, <laughs> one uh, thing that helped Disney was when they were – when they were shut down, they were able to paint the castle like in four days instead of yeah. four months, which it was supposed to take. So they were able to just get in there and get done before they all were just basically shut down, not working anymore. So, yeah, yeah the castle looks great. Um, yeah, it looks good. It was different than what I expected, but it looks good. Um, yeah, I think it helped a lot of people because a lot of people were really angry that they had vacations booked while they knew the castle was going to be covered and being painted. So. Right, right. <laughs> Cool. Um, Sean, you want to talk about Disneyland and uh, what's going on down there and just or... Yeah, of course. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, but a lot, one last thing to tack on to the Disney World, and I think we're going to talk a lot about it coming up, is, um, you know, it's the 30th anniversary of next year, and they had a lot of things. 50th. Um, 50th sorry, 30th, 1971. <laughs> 50th. Um, but they had a lot of things uh, planned, and uh, a lot right. of them are have been canceled uh, there's some good still going through, but there's a lot of stuff that's been canceled. So, I mean, if you're like, a, I know a lot of the big Walt Disney World fans are really, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're really upset, understandably, because yeah. it's it was supposed to be such a big thing. So it still will be, but uh, Disneyland. So out here on the West Coast, we have some issues going on. Uh, <laughs> the uh, governor uh, issue. Well, we do. Uh, <clears throat> the governor of California is taking a little different uh different uh approach than the governor of florida um and we're going to keep politics out of this but uh we're just going to state the facts that there's been a lot of back and forth between california and and the um, theme park industry disney you know being the big the big guy on campus but along with universal and and, and knots and those guys um they are really we're being really slow when it came to revealing any kind of reopening guidelines because the way the guidelines are right now with COVID 19 um, restrictions is they can't open theme parks and so they, they've been going on for about the last month and a half i'd say almost it seems like longer but like six weeks it's always a spokesman it's coming soon it's coming soon it's almost been a joke right like right. soon soon anytime now really really coming really really soon. and it seemed like last week we're, it was all going to come to a head and i actually had 
started writing out an article for the Disney Insider and had it saved for for you know reopening plans just to plug in the information. Yeah, you and, told me so. I got uh, it right here, ready to go. I'll put it up when we know. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's probably going to change because he did. Because so the night before the um, they were going to announce it, Disney or you know the theme parks got a hold of the um, proposed guidelines, and there was. Um, two big ones that they were, you know, there was a limited capacity, which they're doing down Disney world. And that's not a problem. Um, and they also, uh, there's going to be, there was going to be a requirement. It's not announced yet. So who knows of 120 mile radius around the parks, um, that people have to live reside within those 120 miles, um, to visit the park. The idea of that obviously is they don't want to have people coming out from out of the state, you know, with maybe some less restrictive areas of the country coming in and bringing in um, COVID and sparking some outbreaks in Orange County. And then the other one was the um, the real sticking point was that they had a requirement in there that the county that the park is in. So for Universal, it's Los Angeles County. For Disney, it's Orange County. Um, they have to, the, the county that the park is in has to be at the minimum level of COVID threat, which is a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a it's a tiered approach that the California the state of California has taken. A lot of other states have done it too, right? You know, you have you have red, you have orange, you have yellow and green and whatever. And they they were requiring that the county that the parks reside in have to be at the lowest level, which is a very hard bar, understandably for the for the lowest level, but for them to meet. And the basically the the Disney and and the other heads were saying like, listen, this is not reasonable. Um, it's not. You know, it's going to take months before we can even think about reopening if we follow these guidelines. So they basically were like, as they were begging for them to release guidelines the night before they were going to, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it's almost like, you know, you ask oh, your parents, like, can I do something? And they're like, well, I don't know. Oh, wait, you know, don't have to answer yet. Think about it. We'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then the, just even, I mean, Bob Iger, the f- uh, current chairman of C- uh, of Disney just uh, last Thursday, dropped out of the task the task force that was helping California plan the recover the economic recovery plans. And then, what was it, earlier today, Gavin Newsom was saying, like, he's in no hurry to open up. Basically, just sit down and take take a minute because it's not happening soon and then just a uh, couple hours ago disney released a statement from their medical uh chairperson who's in charge of the, all the medical stuff saying hey like we're offended by the fact that you said that we're not taking a health first approach so it's really a lot of button heads it's a lot of publicity it's a lot of game playing it's a lot of politics really and so um you know we had a little debate about it on a different podcast earlier and you know, I can I can see both sides. I don't envy anyone in this situation. There's economic concerns, but there are public health concerns, and um, I don't know. I just think no one should be booking anything anytime soon. Unfortunately, to Anaheim. So right. just that's to, where we are. To touch on that on on the uh, the tier level, I, I just brought it up to look at it here real quick. Um, there's four levels: it's purple, red, orange, and yellow. Um, uh, purple, which is uh, the highest, is uh, Basically, what that means is you cannot have more than seven positive tests out of every 100,000 tests that you have done. So still very strict right there just on that. And then um, the red level, which they call substantial, is uh, four to seven cases, four to seven positives per 100,000 um, that, are, that are tested. Uh, moderate is one to 3.9. And then the minimal is less than one. So you cannot have more than one person a day, more, more than one person for every 100,000 tests that you have done be positive. So if you have, well, if you have two, you're back in, you're, you're back in, in red. So, you, and so to, to put that on, 
in some perspective, there's 58 counties in the state of California. There are three counties right now of all 58 that are in yellow, and they are all in Northern California. So I wasn't sure what you said there, Sean. So are you saying that the, the, the county that the park is in has to be that level or the county where you live has to be in that level? No, we, that was a little confusion last last show we did. Um, it's the county that the park resides in. Okay. So that would require for Disney, um, Orange County would have to right. be at the minimum threat level and right. remain there. And the so question is... two levels away right yeah. now. They're in red yeah. right now. Yeah. So like if they would open and then there's one day where the threat level goes up, they just have to close that day until it goes down? That's, 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 like, that's the question. Like, yeah, the, that's what the park leaders are saying. Yeah. So, Does Florida have the same level thingy for the COVID? Uh, no. Florida is no, actually... So this is just a California thing like to prevent open. Disneyland from opening? No, it's not just Disneyland. <laughs> no, it's not just Disneyland. It's Disneyland. No, the tiered thing is for like all businesses. You know, like the, yeah. you know, like the NFL right. games and all that stuff. There's no fans. There's no... It's crazy. School, I saw, like schools... I saw Sorry, Florida man. today that Florida let the Miami Dolphins know that they're they're able to have full attendance at their games now. So they yeah, they opened it up. Cool. They said they're yeah. saying you could put yeah. sixty five thousand people in one stadium. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But they said there's, the Dolphins couldn't get sixty five thousand fans even That's if they true. wanted That's to. True, so. true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, um, another, you know, since we we're just starting this, another um, not so happy thing that's happening down in California and everywhere is the layoffs. Last week, uh, there's twenty eight thousand. Disney announced that uh, that they're laid off twenty eight thousand Disney employees. Um, and they basically blame the state of California for it. So you can see where this back and forth battle is going to go. It's going to continue to con- it's going to continue to go. Um, yeah, they said Josh Diamaro basically said well, California's not working with us, so we have to let go of our people. And it wasn't just Disneyland employees. I know I saw Sean's written so many articles, which again, thank you so much for for doing that to to keep us updated. And there's so many. I mean, I think you did one today that you know security guards and uh, character. Um, Actors and ride operators in Disneyland now were notified that they're let go. Um, in Florida, like eight thousand people are let go the other day. Four hundred Imagineers. It's just, it's it's yep. yeah. Restaurant workers, hotel workers, uh, yeah. cleaning staff. Yeah. I mean, what that tells me is that there is no. I, I don't see any time any soon. I don't see my. I don't see any time in the future when Disneyland might actually reopen. If they're going to continue to let people to, to lay people off, we. We just recorded the Walt's apartment podcast before this, and we, I asked everyone when they thought they would open. And consensus is probably after the first of the year, or even or into more, spring. Yeah. Tim, when yeah. do you think you weren't on earlier? I'm going to go with probably springtime next year. Yeah, I, it's going to. It's too bad, and it and it sucks. Mm-hmm. And just know that um, there are outlets out there. Um, I believe it's called Cast Member Pantry. Which is a yeah. is a is a place that you can go on. You can donate. Is it food? Uh, you can donate money through like their Venmo, or okay. I think they have an Amazon wish list. And but they uh, they take food and they distribute it to cast members that uh, were furloughed and now laid off. And, and one I, thing, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I think they are starting to take that and expand it to California as oh, well. Oh, good. Good. I was. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Um, another thing I saw there, Dave, Dave from Fresh Baked actually put out a video and he was talking about um. Tiffany, Tiffany Mink, who's a huge, uh, she's on YouTube, she's on, she, she's a huge Disney influencer. She actually put out a list on her Twitter page of all the cast members that have like an Etsy page or have some kind of side hustle, which is really cool. I don't know what, what they are, but um, Tiffany Mink, if you follow, follow her on, on Twitter, I believe her Twitter is Minkus. It's an M-I-N-K-U-S and the, the uh, 
the, the, the stories on there and check it out. There's a lot of people on there that have Disney cast members that have kind of side gigs. So support them any way you can. So, I mean, we all get our Disney stuff from somewhere. Why not it be them, you know? So, yeah, I, I also want to say, you know, Josh G. Mara obviously threw that thing in about Disneyland being reopened, you know, uh, with the layoff announcement, um, obviously to put some pressure on Newsom. But I don't think any, we, it, 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 they're not laying people off just because of, of Disneyland not being reopened. Right. I mean, the park right. in California is, a, you know, they're keeping them, they're keeping their numbers way down. That's not enough income to, to, to cover all these employees. You know, even I know I know that like the parks and stuff, but like even the movies, you know, they're, they're the big movies haven't been able to be released. They're all being pushed back. You know, they're not having their big. I know they make so much money on like their Halloween um, right. uh, parties yeah. that Disney World's doing, and they're not happening this year. All the Star Wars events um, in August aren't you know were canceled. So it's not just like because Dis- Disneyland's not open this week. They had to lay off twenty. You know, what is it? Thirty percent of their parks employees. Right. It's because of COVID-19 and the fallout from it, you know, and these CEOs would love nothing more than to have all those people working and to have all the parks open and these, these movies making money and everything Mm -hmm. flowing and Imagineers coming up with new rides and all this stuff. But it's just kind of, you know, it's a sign of the time. 40,000 airline employees were were, uh, laid off last week. Um, I know a few, another round of them went, you know, Wells Fargo just announced 700 people they're laying off. Like it's just sucks. But you know, when you're in the, when you're in the travel and leisure uh, business and there's a pandemic, uh, you're going to get hurt and you're going to be the last one to recover too. You're absolutely right. So yeah, just know cast members know that we're thinking about you guys and just, if you can't support a cast member support, support, if like, like Sean said, support an airline worker, support anyone. There's, I saw, um, I think on the, yeah, the debate was earlier. So, um, I was watching part of that and 11 million people still don't have jobs. So I mean that's that's crazy, and it's it's not because Disneyland's closed. So you know, and I, I agree with <laughs> yeah. you, Sean. And we kind of talked a little bit earlier, and I, you know, it's it's not it's we we know why. So just everyone, yeah. I feel bad. Like I said earlier, I I've been fortunate to to, or am I fortunate to be able to that I worked throughout this whole pandemic. I you know car car salesmen are essential i guess that's what i was told so you know your job your job brianna you're a nurse so i mean well i thought i was essential but i did lose my job in may for a month and had to get a new one and move to the east coast so tim is sean essential at your guys's uh, guys's, uh, dealership you know should we get a review please we could do without him um yeah yeah. Yeah. that's what i heard yeah sorry Sean. (laughs) all right so sean you got any work for me up there (laughs) <laughs> no oh, I got one. Seattle, so, <laughs> so right. yeah that's the park news um we're gonna dive into more stuff in the, in the weeks to come and uh i i love to start doing some history i love yeah. disney history um i want to do history of attractions history of the rocket rods mm-hmm. yes if you read an article from the disneysire.com i wrote about the people mover you learn about the rocket rods and the big failure mm-hmm. that it was um did you ever been on the rocket rods, Brianna? I haven't. I know Tim's too young too. So, but I, I've been on them. I was on them once they broke. I mean, that's that's just what happens when you're on the rocket rods; they break. I saw in the Imagineering story, Bob Gurr, who helped create them, said every time he went to go on them, they didn't want to put them on them because they always thought they were going to break. So, yeah, yeah. We're going to discuss so much stuff on this show. I'm so excited about it. But what I want to do now is uh, kind of get to know us more a little bit more. Um, Brianna has some questions. Or I put yeah. I, she gave me the question I put in here. So we're going to go round table. I want to answer all these questions and just kind of so you get to know us more, know what we're thinking, you know what what we like, what our interests are. Um, 
I will start first. Um, Tim, Disneyland or Disney World? Okay, is he not there? Oh, I'm here. All right, Tim, Disneyland or Disney World? <laughs> well, I have to go with Disneyland just because I haven't been to Disney World. But That's there's fair. so many cool things that I've seen. Uh, well, okay, when you say Disney World, do you mean the Magic Kingdom or do you mean everything over there? Well, the whole Epcot. thing is Disney World. The whole thing is Disney World. It's not just that's. Okay, yeah, just make sure. Just yeah, sure. each thing is. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused about that sure. for a long time, too, because I always thought Walt Disney World was a Magic Kingdom, and uh, it's not. Right, it's, me too. Exactly. Yeah, um, so, uh, you know, Disneyland's original. I'm just going to have to go with Disneyland. Although there's cool things in Walt Disney World, you know, oh, yeah. Expedition Mount Everest looks amazing, Test Track, amazing. Uh, just they have so many cool things over there, but I have to stick with Disneyland just because it's the original. And okay. that's what I grew up with. So, yep, Disneyland. Okay. Um, Brianna? I, I have no idea. <laughs> this is so hard. I saw you put this on here, and I was like, I, I don't know. You gave me the question. I know. I, well, okay. <laughs> I did not. Like my friend Amy. Her, right. No, my friend Amy sent me these questions. So thank you, Amy. She's yeah. been super supportive as soon as I told her about this. And she sent over a ton of questions. Yes, so Amy did. sent these questions probably not knowing how hard this question was going to be for me. Um, I think, I think I'm going to have to go with Disneyland as well, just because it was the first park I went to. So it kind of sparked that joy the first time. (laughs) Fair enough. Sean. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, it's hard not having gone to Walt Disney world. I'd say Disneyland. I mean, uh, I think also it's the original, I think, I think the smaller size kind of helps make it a little bit more, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Magical. You hear a lot of people who are Walt Disney fans who come over, Walt Disney World fans who come to Disney Resort, and they're like, "Man, it is small and the castle small, but you know, there's something just magical there that's oh, just not in Walt Disney World." But you know, the Walt Disney World Resort is just amazing. It's huge, and I just, you know, um, that's very necessary. But just for me, I like the Disneyland. I like being able to pop down for a day or two and not have to make a week of it. I'll tell you what the magic is at Disneyland. That's not anywhere else. That's where Walt Disney was. So that's yeah. why yeah. that's why it's the most magical place. It will always be the my favorite. You could send me to Paris, Hong Kong, Shanghai, wherever I will. And I haven't been to those places, and I guarantee I will still always pick Disneyland because because of my respect for Walt Disney and knowing the the struggle he had to open Disneyland and just the innovate the innovator of what look what he's created. The theme park industry was basically created because of what Walt Disney did. So yeah, Disneyland for me without a doubt. Not even not even a question. <laughs> Um, next question. I, I, I don't know how we can do this. Um, we'll ask, Brianna can tell us from each park, but uh, Brianna, what is your favorite thing from um, your favorite thing from each park? Favorite thing? Like, says favorite thing from each park. Okay. Um, so let's just let's just say for this, let's do um, two from let's do the two California parks and two of the parks in in Florida. So just give us your okay. favorite thing from them. Um. All right. Let me see. Oh gosh. Um, DCA would be Pixar Pier and Cars Land. Oh gosh, <laughs> Pixar Pier. We'll go with Pixar Pier. Okay. Uh, Disneyland. I don't know. I think Disneyland is just kind of the overall atmosphere in Disneyland. Um, there's just something about walking around Disneyland. Yep, I agree. That, yeah. So just honestly, the atmosphere in Disneyland, uh, Disney World, uh, People Mover. Yes. Well, Magic Kingdom, the People Mover, Epcot, uh, the World Showcase, and all the food festivals. Uh, Animal Kingdom would be Everest mm-hmm. and Hollywood Studios, 
I guess that would probably be Galaxy's Edge. Cool. How about you, Sean? DCA. And well, just do the yeah, the two California. Um, DCA. I would say my favorite part is uh, uh, the Grizzly Peak area. I we always I always stay at Grand Californian, and so just you know how you can just walk. They have its own little entrance, and you can just pop right in. I mean, you can go from Grizzly River Run to your to our room in five minutes, mm-hmm. and that's just I I like that. And um, over at Disneyland, uh, New Orleans Square, especially in the evening when the lights start going down or the sun goes down, the lights come up. Yep. Yeah, right on. Um, Last time we were in California, we stayed at the Grand Californian, and our, our room was uh, facing out right there where the monorail came by, and it went into the back in, back to the hotel. So right down to the left was um, Thorn, and then right out our window was Grizzly Peak. You know, like at three o'clock in the morning, they test that, and they like set off these like alarms to test it. It's it's great every night. So <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. No, yeah, you can hear it, it makes nope. like really loud noises, and it Gosh. beeps, and it's yeah, we. Have our door up a little bit, you know, just to get the air in there and stuff. But yeah, crazy. But I, Cal, Grand California, I would, if you've never been there and stayed there, you got to do that. Tim, yeah, best, best that uh, favorite thing at Disneyland and uh, DCA? My favorite thing in Disneyland is history. And the reason I like the history is because I am a big fan of Walt Disney. Um, one of my favorite things about the history of Disneyland is the, what is it, the eucalyptus tree in Adventureland? By the yep. Fast Pass line of uh, Indiana Jones Adventure. Um, so that tree actually was given to Walt Disney uh, whenever he took over the land to make Disneyland. So mm-hmm. I love going to that tree, seeing that, and just thinking about how what the land used to look like before Disneyland was there. What about um, the petrified deep, tree? The petrified wood? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right there by Rivers of America. Amazing. Yep. There's just a ton of history. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you walk around, I mean, it's just it's incredible. So, yeah, definitely history, Disneyland. DCA, um, my favorite thing has to be Cars Land. And okay. the reason I say Cars Land is just because it's so immersive. I mean, you feel like you're literally in Radiator Springs. Yeah. Um, and Radiator Springs Racers is one of the most amazing rides there. So other cool. than the Guardians of the Galaxy. So. Right. I will say at, uh, at DCA, I would, uh, my favorite thing there is, is the Guardians of the Galaxy. I absolutely love Mission Breakout. That is so much fun. I absolutely love it, what they did, what they did with that. I like Tower of Terror, but uh, I was on board when they made that announcement. Hey, we're going to take down Tower of Terror. A lot of people were hated it, hated the idea, thought it was a terrible idea. But I think they crushed it with their the overlay on that. Um, uh, in Disneyland, my favorite thing, which I don't do enough when I go, is to just sit there. I just sit there and watch. Um, sitting up on the, the bench up, up, up by the train station looking down Main Street, nothing else compares to that that's the coolest thing in the world just yeah that's awesome so those are my favorite things from there uh next question is uh kind of okay yeah we can do this because you've been to a lot of the parks brianna what is your favorite park and why um i was gonna do coast to coast Uh, my favorite park in disney world would be epcot and uh in disneyland it would be disneyland okay (laughs) how about you sean Disneyland. I mean, I, I do love DCA. I think I like DCA more than most people. Uh, right. But there's just there's just something. I could have my eyes shut and I could be standing in Disneyland and I could just feel being there. There's just oh, something yeah. there that you can't replicate anywhere else. That's, so uh, you, you nailed, hit that on absolutely, Timmy. How about you? Of course, Disneyland. <laughs> right, dude. Do you remember Ralph talking about that video? He called me and you in his office and he showed us the video. It was like 45 minutes or a few hours. 
worth of just listening to the Main Street sounds. Oh, yeah. 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 I could literally just stand in Disneyland in Main Street and at the time of my life, just listening to everything, yep. the smells of all the different foods, and just lis- listening to people laugh, have fun, and it's just a magical place. So oh, Disneyland, sure. 100%. Um, mine is Disneyland, obviously, and talk about, you know, when I'm at work, I always play the Esplanade music on my desk. So that's, that's what oh, I, I, yes. <laughs> I have it going all the time. The Disney Esplanade music on YouTube is always kind of pumping through my, my computer. I just, you have to have it in you all the time. So for sure. Uh, next question. It's either that or let it go. He really loves that's it. That's true. Go. Yeah, no, let it go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Into the unknown. You can't, you can't go wrong. Um, Next question. A lot of questions here. Uh, next question is uh, favorite festival. So, um, Brianna, ladies first. Brianna, um, uh, favorite festival. Uh, Epcot's food and wine. Okay. It's best food. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about you, Tim? I don't think I've been to any of the Disney festivals. Okay, now I'm going to change this up because I could yeah. this question. So, I, I consider a festival like Pixar Fest or or Marvel when they have the Marvel Summer of Heroes. Well, do you guys consider that a festival or like yeah. a celebration? Sure. Yeah, they have not? like specialty so, stuff. Yeah. So doing that, yeah. Tim, what would you say your favorite? I know you've been to a couple of those. I would so say the Marvel. The Marvel, yeah, that's what I... Yep, 100%. Yeah. I love Marvel. Yeah. I would say the same thing. I'd say the, the Marvel Summer of Heroes was great. How about you, Sean? Yeah. I mean, since there's not a one, there's not one on here for best party. I'm gonna kind of put party the Oogie Boogie Bash. I know it's not a festival, but it was still like a thing that they did you yeah, know, no, for the Halloween like, last and, year. And, and, and I meant like that too. So yeah, I would have loved to. Yeah. I look like it was so much fun. It was amazing. And uh, food and wine, they do that DCA too, and um, I've been there too. That's pretty good. So right on. Yeah, the food uh, always looks amazing in those. Uh, Mr. Cheesy Pop. Mm-hmm. Which Sean and I watch. I don't know if Sean does anymore. I'm sure he does. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the food and wine, I mean, the food absolutely looks amazing. So one of these times I'm going to have to go to DCA when they open and do the food and wine festival. So. Oh, for sure. Nice. Um, next one, talk, speaking of food, um, favorite park food, Brianna? Um, if I had to, like, because I usually I'm, like, for, like, specialty food or, like, holiday food. But, like, if it wasn't those, I think Dole Whip has to be my favorite. There you go. Good choice. <laughs> uh, I feel like I need like Uggs and like uh, uh, North Face and like because I'm gonna be a real basic like basic girl right now and just say like churros. I mean, yep. I know it's so boring, but like there's oh, a reason. Nope, that's and good. I, yep. <laughs> I, 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 I do a count on my on my Instagram stories every time I go. Like I'm on my, I'm on my fourth one. <laughs> I just love them. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't churros. go wrong. Yeah. How about you, Tim? Dude, I'm with him on the churros, but if I had to go with food-wise, um, when they were doing the 50th anniversary for the Haunted Mansion, they had these special edition Haunted Mansion tacos um, at the mm-hmm. Del Rancho place by Thunder Mountain. Right. They were incredible. So those are my favorite food at Disneyland. But they're not there anymore. I know, but they were still in <laughs> Disneyland. Jeez, and I have a picture of it, so it'll last forever. So yes, you do. I agree with you, Sean. Uh, churros, you cannot go on with a churro. Um, but sec- close second is the Monte Cristo from Cafe Orleans. Who mm. that's mm. palm frites? That, oh, mm-hmm. that's the stuff. Stop. That's the stuff right there. Okay, next question, uh, Sean. Who's your favorite Disney character? Growing up, it was Goofy because when I went when I was a young kid, I got a Goofy hat. My dad still makes fun of me about it, but um, I also love Bing Bong um, because oh, yeah. from Inside Out. Because my fiance you? says I remind him of Bing Bong, so that's that. <laughs> <How about> you, <laughs> I love Richard Kind, right? You know, so 
Brianna. Oh, me, uh, Simba. Oh, you already yeah. said that. Yeah, we yeah. talked about my right. my Simba collections. Yep, Simba. Tim, I know who yours is, but tell everyone else. Oh, you don't know who it is. Jeez. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely Aladdin. I love the story of Aladdin, the movie, the shows when it was at the Hyperion Theater in DCA. I just love Aladdin. I just love that he starts out as a street rat but has a good heart and just going through a rough time. And then he prevails and, and becomes who he's supposed to be. So I love the story. So Cool. Mine is Mickey Mouse just because it's, yeah. it, all started, it all started with the mouse. So it's, It did. It did. Um, next one here. Uh, favorite memory from a park. Sean, go ahead and tell us what your favorite memory is. Well, proposing, of course. I was like, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and at the, that evening, though, that evening we got, because um, we had the shirts and they were treating us like great. They, they, the, the guy, one of the managers, whatever, saw us and he <clears throat> brought us to this blocked off VIP area for Fantasmic. And we had like this huge area for 10 of us. Like <clears throat> we could have all like laid on the ground and spread out and not touched anyone. And it was just a really cool moment that, you know, that plus thing they do, that extra magic that the employees can do and oh, just yeah. sitting around with our friends. They're so, they've been up since 3 a.m. with the proposal. It was just a perfect, fantastic experience. So, right. Yeah. I'll go second this time. I'll say my honeymoon there was probably my most memorable time. Just, Ooh. yeah. Not because of that. <laughs> it was just, oh. just spent three days there with my wife and just, you know, that's a place that kind of brought us together. So yeah, that's why. So yeah, my honeymoon. How about you, Tim? I'm going to probably have to say probably the Lone Ranger premiere that they had there. I got to see Johnny Depp. Mm. That was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um, and walked the red carpet in DCA. Um, so that was pretty cool. That would probably be my favorite memory. Just cool. kind of being there with my family. So right on. Yeah. Yep. Brianna? Um, gosh. I think it would have to be the first, it would have been Disneyland, my very first trip. I was, I don't know, seven. And I still remember the fireworks show from then oh. and walking out. And I don't have them anymore, but it was literally a pair of Mickey ears was just made out of glow sticks. <laughs> so it was the simplest pair of Mickey ears that I'll probably ever own. But... um yeah, I got glow stick Mickey ears and watched the fireworks, and my family's all excited to tell me that Tinkerbell was going to fly, and I was, you know, s- still believed in magic, so Tinkerbell was really flying at seven years old, so. So, um... <laughs> and it definitely one... wasn't a man in a costume. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the next one isn't on here, but I was just thinking you mentioned fireworks. What is your... Sean, what is your favorite nighttime... nighttime event, nighttime extravaganza, nighttime show... Oh, it's funny. I just I, I was just talking to my my fiance about that about between World of Color versus Fantasmic. Yeah. Um, I think Fantasmic. Yeah, oh yeah. I like Fantasmic. Yep. Tim. But World of Color is pretty pretty. Oh yeah. Amazing. But, yeah. Fantasmic is one hundred percent the most amazing nighttime show that there is, other than the fireworks. I just love I love the Pirates of the Caribbean scene in that where they take the Columbia ship and they make it mm-hmm. look just like the Black Pearl. Oh yeah. So amazing. How about you, Brianna? Um, happily Ever After in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I don't think you can pass that fireworks show. Right. <laughs> My daughter used to work at uh, at um, uh, Hollywood Studios a couple of years ago. And I guess the, the, the Star Wars one is, is, is pretty cool, too. And, I guess the, the Star Wars fireworks show is pretty cool. Yeah. I've never got to see it, but it looks cool. I've watched yeah. videos. Uh, uh, yeah. That's how, I, <laughs> that's how I know anything about Walt Disney World. I watched all the yeah. videos. That's the only way I know. So, but... um. 
I would say Fantasmic. Fantasmic is just the coolest thing. And uh, yeah, Fantasmic is rocks. Um, favorite ride that is no longer there? Tim? Or Brianna? Go ahead. He has not okay. muted yet. Um, so I was trying to think about this, and I don't think there's a ride that I remember like actually riding that's no longer there. But I will always be mad. So you're saying but, me and Sean are older, so we actually have an answer. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Wow. <laughs> but, but you're still older than but, me. You're still way older. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I will still always oh be gosh. mad that Alien Encounter is gone from Tomorrowland and Disney World. <gasps> because when I wrote it, when I first went there, my aunt literally was like, hey, there's this ride over here. It's got some aliens. Let's go. No. I was scared to death. I was holding under her hand. I was crying. I was like, get me off of this mm. thing right now. And I never got to redeem myself. So <laughs> if that could just come back and I could like redeem myself from my pure terror, that'd be good. Did you do <laughs> Stitch's Great Escape? Did you do that? No. No. Oh, it was all either, gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Uh, I did. I actually did Superstar Limo. And I'm going to say that one wow. because it is so bad that I'm just so glad and lucky I went. It, what, it was like a year. I think it lasted less than yeah. that. So, yeah. Oh, oh, Superstar Limo. <laughs> Timmy? I'm going to have to say probably the Tower of Terror. Does that count? Because I, I guess. It. You're wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm 28 years old. They haven't changed a whole lot in Disneyland since I've been. <laughs> There's been no changes. They added a land. Star Wars. Could have said the Malaboomer. The what? What is okay. that? Oh boy. Oh my gosh. How old are you? The uh, madness. The what? Brianna, how old are you? Uh, I'm 27. Okay. Do you remember the Malaboomer? No. Sean, <laughs> Sean you? you're showing your age, buddy. Sean, do you remember the Malaboomer? <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Gosh. No. I mean, I'm aware of it. Okay. It was like, okay. yeah. I, I mean, that's such a cheesy ride for. Oh, TCA. terrible. But if I would say there's one that I miss is the is the Skyway that was in Disneyland. Oh that's yeah, yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. definitely. Yeah, that that, that would have been cool. really cool to be on. If people mm-hmm. wouldn't jump off things onto the castle, we still have nice things. So of course they put nets underneath, and I mean at oh, least catch the people. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just a couple more questions, and we'll wrap it up. Um, uh, Brianna, what are your thoughts on the Splash Mountain retheme? Um, well, I love it. Uh, yep. Princess and the Frog is also one of my favorite movies. Um, I rave about it all the time. I don't like water rides, so <laughs> Splash Mountain's never been something like that I have to ride. But now I'm definitely going to be riding Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah, for sure. Themed. Tim, how about you, bud? Dude, I, I'm all for it. I obviously love Splash Mountain. I just love the music. I love the feel of it. I like that you go from, like, you know... Rare rabbit kind of getting adventurous, trying to escape the briar patch, and then he goes through all this terror and then ends up realizing that the briar patch is his home. And like the story to it's kind of cool. I mean, I kind of can see why they need to rechange it or retheme it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Princess of the Frog is absolutely amazing. So um, I think the retheme will be really good. I just hope they don't make any changes to the ride layout because that dark hill. Oh my gosh! I, love I don't think that. they're. I don't think it really yeah. changed the layout unless they'd have to rebuild it. But thank goodness. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Sean? Yeah, no, no, they won't. They, they, yeah, they made the they made the mountain out of uh, concrete to withstand yeah, the water, so they're not going to redo the. Uh, <laughs> but 
Uh, oh, no, I love it. Could you imagine if I was like, no, I really love Song of the South. I think it should be represented. <laughs> like, what a stupid thing. Like, I mean, I get it. It's like, I get there's like nostalgia there, but like sometimes we got to let things go for a good reason. And, yeah. um, you know, I loved the ride, of course, right? And I didn't have any connection to the movie because I'd never seen the movie, but I understand the reasoning for it. And I think it's uh, the ride has shown its age, not just not just with the Song of the South theme, but in terms right. of like the animatronics were falling apart. And, um, you know, sometimes it's nice to get some new stuff in there. And I really think uh, Tiana and uh, the whole movie deserves its own ride. So I'm excited. I absolutely agree. I think um, even though Disney said that they this has been in the works for over a year, which, which is cool, um, I stand behind the reason they did it. I told uh, the, the reason that, that, that they announced it when they did announce it. And uh, yeah, it's, it needs to be done. Uh, Song of the South is not a good movie. It's not, I mean, I don't understand, uh, you know, it's not, not, it's not a good movie. I don't want to say that, but just the, what the, the stuff that comes off of it. And, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to fit brilliantly in New Orleans square. My bet is that they actually just expand New Orleans square in Disneyland. Um, in Florida, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where it is there, but in you know Frontier Disneyland, Land. yeah, in Disneyland, it actually uh, they cut off New Orleans Square at Splash Mountain, and um, yeah. then it goes into Critter Country. So, I think they just expanded over, and then you know it's it's going to be great. I uh, Princess and the Frog is a great movie. It's going to be good time, be a good time have by all. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited that Tony Baxter is actually part of it and helping um, with the retheme, come up with it as well. They're doing, uh, it's in Frontierland in Magic Kingdom in Florida. And okay. it's funny because people are like, oh, well, Prince of the Frog doesn't fit with Frontierland. I'm like, well, really? Song of the South doesn't fit with Frontierland either. So, like, we just need to calm down a little bit. I know we're looking for any reason to sit there and say that it's not right. But how about we just, you know, suspend ourselves a little bit? I mean, I, I do like the, the land and the theming. And the, I, I like that Disney is really good about that. But, you know, come on, let's get over it. Yeah, it's, everyone has something to complain about all the time. There's petitions to, to, to not do it. Now, I, me and Brooke had a, a, a long talk about this when we when that, when that happened, and yeah, it's it's a good thing. I can't wait to see it happen. Uh, last question. It's a very important question. So, um, Sean, Hamilton in the Disney parks, yay or nay? <sighs> <laughs> yeah uh uh yay in uh dca you know if it right. needs to be like, i think if there's be, something yeah. if there's something in the theater or maybe on you know on the street or but um really you know i think it should stick to down, downtown disney district you know do something there but i love him trust me i love hamilton oh god um, but i think you i know, never thought i was gonna I like think... that show i never thought i was gonna like it. i watched it. I'm like, it's gonna be stupid i'm like there you go this is great you know and, yeah it was so good tim i know yeah, you haven't so, seen it so how did you know? Oh my goodness! No, I have not seen it, but definitely okay. not Disneyland. Maybe DCA. Okay. How about you, Brianna? Yeah, um, I'm down for it. Yeah, DCA. I was thinking Hollywood Studios and yeah, Disney yeah. World. Yeah, somewhere. I'm always for Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. absolutely. Maybe even Epcot. Maybe even Epcot I because Epcot they do like, could, yeah. like you know, the, the, the thinking part. You know, right? So. They have like the American Pavilion in Epcot, so like you could do yeah. something over there. <laughs> I agree with all of you. And that brings us to the end of our show. The first Extra Magic Hour back in business. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, again, I guess I'm so excited about having this back and being able to do this with you guys. And thank you all for saying yes and coming out. And um, I'm looking forward to where we can go with this. My goal is to be one of the best uh, Disney Parks podcasts out there. So uh, with your help, I think we can achieve that. So from all I of think us we're here, headed there. From all of us here at the Extra Magic Hour... 
Have a magical day. Have a magical night, everyone. Thank you.